Hello and welcome. I'm Christina Irvin, leader of Team Clarity. If you had told me I would be setting more healthy boundaries with my closest loved ones, not doing something out of guilt, and comfortable asking for the sale or setting prices equal to my worth in my business after such a short time in this course, I certainly would have told you no way. However, I'm doing all of those things and much, much more unapologetically these days. While you're grabbing a pen and piece of paper, consider this. Just how many people are actually paid to learn? Yes, you heard me correctly. I'm both a student and a teacher of Pay Me What I'm Worth. And by the time I'm done with this course, I will have earned more than what I invested in this life-changing journey. You can always listen to our prior shows at bit.ly forward slash pay radio. And to get one reminder of our next show, click on the follow button at the top of the page. Now, it's time to dive in and let's get to work. Let's meet the rest of the team. Hi, this is Marcia Sortino and I'm in Boston, Massachusetts. Hello, this is Chelsea Wells from the mountains of Tennessee. Have a blessed day. Hello and welcome from the gorgeous state of Wisconsin. This is Patty Anderson. And now, time for class. So let's just do a check-in. Overall observations. I've been off for over a week from work. It has been a much needed respite for me. <laughs> I'm feeling rejuvenated, feeling my mind quieter. But what my takeaway has been is that I can recognize what had been draining my energy over these last couple of months to the point that it was hard to even get out of bed. And I can see clearly exactly what it was that will be taken care of this coming week. But I'm feeling much better. I think with Pay Me What I'm Worth, I'm able to recognize the root causes better. And I don't have to sit and wonder what is going on because I can pinpoint it pretty quickly. Patty? And I can hear it in your voice. You sound much more refreshed. You sound a mm. little bit more at ease today. Oh, yeah. I feel so much better. Well, for me this past week, it's been, yeah, it's been kind of a goofy week. I'm still in the process of leveling out. I think I've reached some different levels this week as I had that eye-opening aha on our last call of my analyzer, you know, I've really stayed focused on that this week and paid more attention to the things I have been doing, actually just watching it, being more open to the fact that <laughs> there was never more, a more true statement made to me as there was last week about how I have to analyze everything, even before I go into filling out an application or doing an interview or talking with my pastor or you know, just doing some of the different things that I'm trying to do to bring myself out more and out of this shell. I made a comment to Sol yesterday that the shell was cracking, and he said it already has cracked. And right away that analyzer kicked in, and it's like, what do you mean? No, it's not. <laughs> but then I got off, off the call with him, and I was like, it is, because I'm starting to step out. I'm not focusing so much on trying to figure everything out and I'm actually just beginning to do things that I need to do to get done to keep moving forward as, as a business owner and as a person who's finally reached a point this week where I don't care about finding a job anymore. I know that there's a higher power that's going to make sure everything's okay. I don't know how the bills are going to get paid this month, but I'm not going to worry about it and stress about it anymore. Soul gave me a couple of really great ideas that I'm, 
I'm actually going to put my energy into it and focus on that instead of worrying so much and trying to analyze and figure everything out. I don't have to do that anymore. And to me, that's, wow, that's really freeing me. I'm, I'm just feeling a little more lighter. I'm going to say that, lighter. So, Patty, I'm curious, as you have allowed yourself to observe more, are you beginning to sense a peace for the first time? Yeah. Yes. That's wonderful. And isn't it fascinating what that peace does to the chaos committee? (laughs) (laughs) They don't know what to do with it, do they? No. No. Because you're not giving them anything. Right? No, I'm not feeding into it. Right. Have you noticed a shift in your own physical energy then? Are you less tired? This week I have been. Yes, I'm actually waking up, and instead of feeling so groggy and sleepy, I'm waking up with energy and getting back to waking up and doing things right away and moving, not waking up with the sense of, ugh, I'm exhausted. Do I have to face this day? This week I found myself waking up full of energy. I'm getting up, whether it's throwing a load of laundry in or getting out and taking my walk or getting to the computer and doing a couple of things that I wanted to get done. No, I'm feeling a lot more energized and not as drained. (laughs) (laughs) Ta-da! That's a wonderful feeling. That's the way I'm feeling this week just rejuvenated and, mm-hmm. and very at peace. Yeah. Well, I don't know how Christina does what she does on as few hours of sleep that she has. I would have to ponder that as Christina jettisons the need to either be the source of or be the recipient of doubt, guilt, shame, and worry, that that energy that's been restored has helped you shift. Is that a fair statement, Christina? Almost definitely, yeah. It's kind of crazy because there are things that, something even as small as feeling like obligated, and I was actually sharing this on a blab, I believe it was, with someone last week, the feeling of obligation to go to and support everybody's webinar or attend at all these conference calls or contribute to all these different things. I don't have that guilt weighing on me where I feel obligated to do all that, really weighing me down. And liberating myself from that has given me back time that I can be leveraging for other things that I'm focused on or just really (laughs) mark the date down, mark it down, so actually just sitting and having a five-minute moment where I'm just closing my eyes and I'm working on learning how to meditate. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> there seems to be – there must be some sort of static on the line. You Did 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 Christina Irvin say meditate? Oh, my God. In the quiet. So. In the the qu- we have witnesses. <laughs> but did you notice that I said five minutes? <laughs> uh-huh. That's where it starts. That's, That's progress, though. 
For those just uh, curious about this little in-joke, I've been teasing Christina since we've started this journey. One day, she's going to come to me. I've already seen it in a vision. We're on a Hawaii retreat. She's going to come to me and give me this wonderful hug after she's been silent. No writing and no speaking after seven days. Oh, wow. Hmm. And those who know me think you're right. (laughs) Seven days. I can see it coming. (laughs) I can see it coming just like soul. I see that. For those who have never experienced silence and the benefit of it, it is quite profound because it is in that silence that our chaos committee both wants and fears in equal measure. How do I come to say that? Because you're left alone with nothing going on, just the silence in your thoughts and getting in tune with what you're feeling and even just hearing yourself breathe. You have more time to reflect and explore. And when you have more time to reflect and explore, you're going to have that battle going on between your old patterns and tendencies, whether it's negative self-chatter, doubt, guilt, shame, worry, beating up on yourself, all that stuff, fighting against your new rewiring or my new rewiring, let me just say for me, this has been my experience, fighting against my rewiring where I'm like, wait a minute, that's crazy. That's, I shouldn't be feeling guilty about that. I'm not going to feel guilty about that. This is not, mm-hmm. you know, that is the one thing that I've noticed about myself when I have silence going on, it's that dissonance within. And here's the odd thing. I'm, well, it's not odd. It's very, it's very liberating. This is going to be my word for the day, liberating, because I have found that more often than not, the new rewiring is winning out because it infuses me with confidence, hope, love, energy, understanding, appreciation versus all that old stuff. I don't even know where that came from, so that just came out this man. Wow. That was good. That was real good. Do you understand now? You get a little more of a feeling in your belly. How much like air is to fire, silence is to forgiveness. Mm. If I've truly forgiven myself for whatever it is that I popped up that I need to forgive myself for, there's no more chatter. There's no more analyzer going. That's good stuff. Mm-hmm. These past week and a half or so, I've been. I, it's odd that we're talking about forgiveness because I just re-listened to our last our last discussion on forgiveness and. I, because I was whirling with it, right? I'm still whirling with it in process in that discussion. I need you to know. So I can say that I've been going back and forth with forgiveness, forgiving myself on something, because I was questioning myself about my discernment. When I was listening back to that last discussion, I realized, A, I was beating up on myself and I needed to forgive myself for for that and B, it wasn't a matter of my discernment that was in question here. I don't have to lose faith in my discernment. Really, it wasn't even about me. It was about someone else and their shit. Mm-hmm. 
Then I recognize, huh, Christina, that's an old pattern that you like to infuse in your beating up sessions of taking on other people's crap. And neither Chelsea or Patty do that. Can you help them understand what it means to beat yourself up by taking other people's crap on? (laughs) (laughs) Well, kind of like what I was talking about work. Realize that I allowed all that negativity to seriously pull me down. I mean, Christina can attest how far down it went. Yes, and I, what I've realized, too, is that in allowing that, I was just a silent partner in it, just allowing it to bombard me instead of saying, okay, you've got to get out of this office now, and then on the flip side, trying to be a team player, only to my detriment. And I can't do that. I can't do that anymore. So you're not going to drink your old Kool-Aid, huh? No. No, the old Kool-Aid has been poured out. (laughs) Pad of paper and pen time. On the top of page one, write down the word meaning. As in, what does it mean? Meaning. M-E-A-N-I-N-G. Meaning. And now flip to the second page and write the word continuity, as in a sequence, as in things seeming to appear in order. And for the next seven days, as you go throughout your life, bullet point What are those things that you're struggling with to make meaning? And what are those things in life that you find comfort or pain when it's interrupted regarding continuity? We're going to feed our analyzers a bit of philosophy this week. We're going to help our analyzers begin to blossom into explorers more so for the rest of our journey by confronting our analyzers with a bold, stark reality. The more we know, the more we do not know, true or false. Each time you've learned something, you've fed your analyzer, did it not open up exponentially more things to learn? Amen. Yeah. More questions to be asked. Yeah. And I'm going to dredge up an oldie but a goodie. Flashback when I told you I want you to share with me three minutes of your dream day. Do you recall what that was like for you all? The yeah, process leading up to it was hell. <laughs> Did you feel your gut contract even when I spoke it? Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> How much meaning do you apply to your dreams? How does continuity help or hurt shifting your dreams from that of a thought into reality. Wouldn't continuity help it if you're mm-hmm. working on your dreams? 
if you have continuity in the things you're doing to reach those dreams. So replacing if with when and you with I, give me an I statement. If I have continuity. If? When I have. On that if. <laughs> when I have let's, continuity. Let's, let's just pause a minute. What's, what's with this if, ladies? All of you have... <laughs> future tense in your voice. When I get done with this chapter, when I get done with this, when this is happening, ladies, when are we going to start living now? Hmm. When are you going to look at that carrot on the stick and realize you've been chasing the carrot for 50 some years or more or 30 some years or more or however long it's been that you've dangled a carrot in front of your nose? Chapter 7, Pricing the Priceless. We're going to look at the cost of if. But I interrupted you, Chelsea. You're going to make a when statement about dreams. Having continuity in how I pursue my dream will help me reach my dream. I will reach my dream. Close. That's a good first draft statement. Tighten it up. I have continuity in how I pursue my dream. Getting closer. I have continuity as I live my dream. Mm. That's much better. In the Western model, you are not to think. You are to follow. You are to do what you're told. Mm-hmm. Success is in the form of how much gold do you have on your fingers? How big of a house do you have? What kind of car do you drive? Who do you associate with? Success is measured in digits, whether that's in bank statements or acreages of land or whatever tallying mark. In the Western world, success is defined. We give lip service to that which is tied mostly to money, true or false. Yet at funerals, we hear time and time again how most people say, if I had known now what I knew then, I would have spent more time just simply loving dot, dot, dot. We -hmm. give it lip service on our deathbed, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So are you dead yet? Hell no. Are you dead to what other people think about you? Pretty much. Never really put a lot of stock in what others think about me. I mean, there's been times in my life that I did, but overall, mm-mm. Betty? I'm getting there. There's that carrot. <laughs> Still dangling in front of me. I am getting there. I'm, I am getting there. It's been a path for me to travel to remove that because of that, mm-hmm. you know, that's how I lived. For many years, most of my life, always worrying about what somebody thought about me. Am I so, Patty, the next time you turn on a light switch and the light doesn't instantly turn on and the light switch has a little voice saying, I'm getting there, I'm getting there, I'm getting there. <laughs> and that light <laughs> takes a week, a month, a year to turn on. To turn on. Are you going to be quite patient with that? Are you going to be happy with living in the dark? 
No, I'll throw something at it. <laughs> or replace it. <laughs> okay. Where am I going yeah, with I this? See what you're saying. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I'm not going to care what people think of me anymore. I don't plan my life. From a continuity perspective, you better let people know about that because from a meaning perspective, when you start changing to the point that when people think that you're going to respond, Patty, to their throwing darts of doubt, guilt, shame, and worry at you, and Mm -hmm. they know you will respond because in the past you have, there's the continuity, right? Mm -hmm. Right, right. And now (laughs) that dartboard doesn't exist anymore. Right? Right. Now what? That's called take me as I am. Feel that. Please feel that. One of the things, Patty, that helped me throughout the years, I would say to myself, you know, unless they have lived in my shoes and inside my soul, they don't have a clue who I am, what I am, or the things that have brought me to be what I am. And it don't matter what they think. Mm-hmm. That's a good start. I love that, Chelsea. Chelsea, can I put the screws even tighter? Do I have your mm-hmm. permission to take it a little one step further? Yes. What did we say in our one call about forgiveness? What did we, we come to with that reality? You talked about that we shouldn't ask for forgiveness? Yep, that's part of it. How did we get there? There's love and abundance all around. Mm. Unconditionally. Uh, if memory served, you all agreed with this statement. Unconditional love is always present. Now, is my memory faulty or am I remembering correctly? Correct. Now, that's correct. Correct. So practice it. I practice it as unconditionally loving me. Therefore, you don't even have to care what you Mm -hmm. think about yourself. Ah. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Christina, you saw that coming. I know you did. Mm -hmm. Let's add this up. A, the more we learn, the more we know there's so much more to know. Correct? Yes. 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 The more we recognize that unconditional love is ever-present and always around us, we recognize forgiveness is unnecessary. Adding those two things together, is it safe to say we have permission to be who we want to be, whenever we want to be, how we want to be, where we want to be, and why we want to be, anytime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I say that. Yeah. So on sheet one, when it comes to meaning, as you go throughout the week, let's do a quick roll call. Christina, when it comes to meaning, in the next seven days, what has meaning for you? What's on your calendar? What have you allotted the most precious gift you have? Time. When you look at your calendar, you have to understand when you look at your calendar, you are literally scheduling the most precious gift we have. Time. 
right? Mm-hmm. You're parceling out time, much like a bank gives out a loan. And I say that because what I do with my time ripples into what my time will be like going forward. Yeah? Yeah. So what's meaningful on your calendar this week? Ironic that we're talking about this. I have just this week been slapped in the face with realizing that I have reverted back to not giving myself time. So that's on my list, top of my list for this week, is to get back to scheduling time for myself. And then from there, I have clearly some business goals that I want to achieve this week. So those things that are on your calendar that have meaning give the illusion of continuity or consistency, right? Yeah, keyword illusion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's something that you do that I've noticed is that you like you have your your time scheduled in, like it's on your schedule. Me, I'm always I've got a schedule full of things to do but I don't put me on the schedule. I just fit me in a, in a crevice somewhere, right? Which I now recognize is actually discounting myself or not putting priority on giving myself time. Never really saw that that way. This is just a recent aha in the last few days. Will your calendar become less complicated or more complicated in the upcoming holiday season more well in the past it's always been more i don't think it's going to be more this year i actually think this year is going to be much more simple than ever for me because <laughs> i'm very clear <laughs> on what i am and what i'm not going to be dealing with this year <laughs> mm-hmm. where am i going with this ladies uh, you're always rustling up something so. <laughs> patty what's on your calendar that's meaningful this week I haven't given it much thought because I don't I haven't slotted things in on a calendar until just recently and this week what's most important to me is is to set my focus more with my pastor and putting more into the homeless shelter and helping him in that area to be more present there to be more active and giving more of me in the homeless shelter I, I have plenty of t- me time with the hours that I'm not working now that I I'm actually going through my head, what do I do with all this time? Simply because I'm not used to it. I'm I'm used to always working. I'm not at that point where I feel I have to be at a job to feel as though I'm being productive. The homeless shelter, my church, and my pastor is where my heart is. And this is where I want to be this week. I want to be putting more of me into it. And so your volunteer work when you go to the grocery store to buy groceries and you tell the grocery clerk who is now asking you to pay up, you say, look, I just donated like 40 hours over at the homeless shelter at my church. And the cashier goes, oh, my God, lady, that's awesome. Groceries are on us. I am so excited you live in that part of the world where you can do that. But I don't do that. I go and I pay for the groceries and... I don't put it out there that I've just spent this amount of money and hours at the homeless shelter because I don't feel that I need to do that. You missed my point. Okay. 
You're oh, falling okay. into an old habit. So, so, are, are you basically saying that one of the most precious things we have is time, yet we don't schedule that as a priority for ourselves. So clearly, our actions are not supporting the notion that we understand how valuable time is. Yep. Unless, of course, we're actually putting a priority and scheduling us in that time. Yep. I'm bringing this up for Patty because, Patty, it would be one thing if what I just heard you say, it would be one thing if I knew because you had told me that you've got at least a year or two's money in the bank to cover all your bills, and therefore you can allow yourself that that luxury of actually going and volunteering and being of service. But if I'm understanding correctly, that's not the situation, and the more deeply in debt you get will cause you to go back to your old routines even more so, true or false. True. I'm all for you donating time to a worthy cause. I I love that idea. But your pastor needs to know, here's the deal. Your pastor needs to know, I don't know if I can pay rent in five days. Share that information so that the shoulders of which it's weighing it down on right now, there's another pair of shoulders that are aware of what you need. Yeah? Hmm. That's a real step for me because I don't share it. I keep it to me and I battle it for myself. And where has that gotten you? Uh, right where I am sitting today. Or uh, <laughs> I don't know where, how I'm going to pay my rent in five days. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Pay me what I'm worth. The concept is not about money. It is about reality. <laughs> and it's that fine yeah. line. Reality is largely based on two words I had you write down. What are they? Continuity and meaning. How much of our reality shapes continuity and reality? Think about this. As we look for meaning, as we look for continuity, it shapes our reality. But at the same time, our reality shapes our meaning and provides the illusion of continuity. I'm asking you to mix it all up because as we get into Chapter 7, Pricing the Priceless, I'm going to have you cost out the price of what you're doing for everything. And that price comes in the form of money, respect, time, reputation, health, love. Those are all costs. Yeah? Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm delighted to hear that, Patty, with all this additional time that you have on your hands, you're going to go out and help the homeless shelter. That's fantastic. If you were to pay yourself minimum wage, which is what, $7.35 an hour? Mm, $7.50. $7.50 an hour. You're costing yourself minimum wage. And if you're at peace with that, that's absolutely okay with you. You are totally, honestly, genuinely at peace with that, meaning you're not doing some sort of mental mind masturbatory session that you're robbing Peter to pay Paul to be peace with it. No, you're actually at peace with the fact that you are trading a good deed 
to feeling good about yourself, I'm at peace with that. That's great. But something tells me that the Patty that I know, there's going to be another Patty, and they're going, Jesus, Patty, you need money to buy a clue? (laughs) (laughs) Part of the reason I want you to look at meaning and continuity, you've already done an exercise that is a treasure trove for this little week-long journey. What exercise did you do already? It's already done. Don't have to do anything more with it. It's already there unless you burned it. That will help you see what is meaningful in your life and the concept of consistency, continuity. Work timeline. Ding 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 ding. Think of your history. Think of our history. Think of my history as soil. How is soil made? Have you ever really stopped and looked at how soil is made? Soil is made by a bunch of dead things decomposing, right? Mm-hmm. Living on the islands, it's most of the island is barren rock. Growing up in the Midwest, where I'm accustomed to farmland, I can dig my hands at least a foot into the ground of that deep, loamy soil. I grew up with it. It's, it's all around me. And then now living on the islands, it's like, no, that soil is not existent in most places. And so that which grows that requires soil, even though it has extraordinarily mineral-rich rock to grow from, there still needs to be a little soil for most things to grow. My history is my soil. What am I going to grow today? Rethinking this through, Patty, what are you going to do next week? You're giving us an excellent example of how we resort to old routines. Volunteering provides you comfort, true? Yes. It also keeps me from focusing on what the real issues are at hand. So what are you doing to your soil? I'm certainly not stirring it up. (laughs) As Patty noodles on a refreshed game plan for the week, Miss Chelsea, what's on your calendar? What's meaningful for you on your calendar this week? My priority for this week is to go back into my office space, create my environment where the negativity doesn't stay. I love this person as a friend, but her negativity, she has to go. The part of me that likes being the team player and helping her out discounts me. Let's do a role play. I'm going to be her, and you be unabashedly Chelsea. Okay. What do you mean you want me to get out of this office? This is my office. What are you talking about? What's the problem? Sister, this is not your office. This is my space. And Why are you you've being got so defensive? No, I mean, we, we work for the same person. You don't have control over who has what where. I have control over this office, this space. No, you don't. It's not your office. You don't own this building. You've got to go. <laughs> All right. I'm going to end role play. And Chelsea, I want you to go into explore mode. And I want you to quit being an analyzer and quit being a martial general. And I want mm-hmm. you to go into completely explore. And I want you to bring out your guns of unconditional love. I'm going to be Chelsea. You be her now. Okay. Okay. Start it off. 
I don't understand. Well, here's where I'm at. In the work that I do, that I feel very passionate about, I need a space where I can feel at peace. Mm. And for whatever reason, you're challenging me to recognize that I have work to do in unconditionally loving a person who I don't know why, because I do love you, but I don't know why you're challenging me. I think part of it is you come across as really negative to me all the time. And I'm unable to get the peace that I need to do the job that I want to do when I'm with someone who's so negative all the time. That's good. Wow. So much better. So much better than you got to get out. <laughs> I feel like we had this discussion earlier because it seems to me that this requires, Chelsea, you actually being honest with the person that you call your friend, your dear friend that you care about, but being honest about how you feel like right now you're altering yourself and it's causing you such discomfort. But being honest, this is what I'm feeling. Exactly. And she deserves that. Yeah. I mean, I do consider her a friend, and she deserves for me to be honest with her to say there's got to be some changes made and do it with unconditional love. Before this week's vacation, I was at the point that I was ready to go, you've got to get your ass out of here. (laughs) And that's just bottom line, nothing in between, get out. (laughs) So in both Patty's situation and in Schultz's situation and to some degree Christina's situation, do you understand how by tapping into the art of exploring, we tap into the art of integration? Therefore, we tap into more resources. By tapping mm-hmm. into the art of exploring, we get to tap into our divine self, right? Yes. Unconditional love, there's no need for forgiveness our reputation, our needs, all taken care of, right? Right. And integration. Anytime I have made the mistake of applying pressure, anytime I have made the mistake of thinking, I'm so important, therefore, because I'm so important, you better jump to it. Anytime I've been silly enough to apply force, there is an equal reaction. And I have absolutely allowed myself to get to the point that it was an absolute, this is my office, get the hell out. And that's not a good place. That's not a place I like to be. And even if you accomplish it, Chelsea, Even if management goes, oh, my God, we've got a ticking time on our hands. We've got to get this woman out of there. Even if you accomplish it in the back of your own mind, because as I'm getting to know the the amazing woman Chelsea is, even the back of your own mind, is it fair to say at some point there will be a party where it goes, what type of demon were you? Yes. Yes, absolutely. I'll not be happy with the way I handled it if I handle it that way. Come back to bite you. Oh, yeah. So, same situation with Patty. 
Patty, I love the fact that you want to volunteer. But right now, I'm going to remind you of a conversation, Patty, that you and I had. And that conversation is Patty, the professional life coach, talking with Patty, the client. Right? Remember that conversation we had? Yes. So this upcoming week, Patty is going to be visiting a professional life coach by the name of Patty. What's on your agenda for Patty? I've got a lot of things going through my mind right now. Patty hasn't really planned her agenda for the next week. So one of the things that Patty, the client, is going to talk to Patty, the professional life coach, is time management. Is that a fair statement? More than fair. From a standpoint of Patty, the professional life coach, who's got skills in time management because she has been in a variety of positions that have already required her to manage her time well, what is Patty, the life coach, going to suggest to Patty, the client? I'm going to suggest that right now we honor Patty's thermonuclear war that's happening between her analyzer and her explorer. Right now, I sense, Patty, your analyzer is throwing the most toxic thoughts it can come up with to prevent you from seeing your own skills. Am I completely off base here? No, I don't think you are. No, actually, I think you're spot on. I don't know about you ladies, but when I'm scared shitless, when I am literally in that moment where I am truly frightened, I am afraid. I have no sense of control. I have no sense of continuity. I have no sense of meaning. I am literally raw, nerves, afraid. I'm going to seek out what I do know. And even if what I do know is the worst possible thing for me, I'm going to do it. Because I know what the outcome will be. True or false? True. Very true. Where am I going with this? Take the skills and the knowledge that I already have and put it into action to turn it all around. Yep. You've got fertile soil, my dear. Whereas the analyzer keeps coming up and (laughs) battling in my mind, you really don't have any skills. You don't have the knowledge. You can't move forward to where the explorer says, the hell with you. You know more than that other person does that hasn't even met you. Can I give you a different way of your explorer talking to you? Yeah, yes, please, please do. I'm, I'm just going through thoughts that are running through my head right now as, as I absorb and take in what you are saying because, yes, I, I do have that battle going on right now of what can I do to turn this all around? Because to me, it's always look for this job, but inside my gut anymore, there is no qualifying job anymore. I would literally, like I said before, have to work three jobs to be able to pay my bills between the rent and the car payment and the insurance and all these other things. It's an ongoing battle of there's nobody out there that sees my skills, sees my worth, and honestly, I don't want another job. (laughs) I really don't. I want to create my own world. So you're at that sweet spot where this statement with your explorer applies to anyone, really. When my analyzer kicks in, my explorer says, we'll see. Mm. Yeah, let's see what happens. And every time the analyzer kicks in, see, told you, I told you. I go, yep, we'll see. Story's not done yet. 
Christina, can you imagine when you're faced with some of these impossible tasks that you're faced with on a regular basis, when your boss is requiring you to juggle deadlines that possibly they should be juggling, and your boss is asking you for a definitive answer, and you replying with, well, we'll see. What do you think would happen? Sure, she'd give me that look. <laughs> what do you mean, we'll see? But although she mm-hmm. used to me, mm-hmm. <laughs> she used to me lately actually responding with, all right, so what is not going to get done this week because I can't do all of that. <laughs> that that's been a, re- a common response of mine for the last month or so. <laughs> is it fair to say that on your meaning page and on your continuity page, these we will see or will see is your get-out-of-jail-free card? Well, it is. Although it just occurred to me when it comes to work, get-out-of-jail-free card just never seems to occur as even an option. Mm-hmm. That's what I've been conditioned on. Oh, and as a former project manager, I understand all too well what you're saying. Deadlines need to be set and met. Criteria need to be set and met. And right there, do you now recognize why traditional models plan for failure? Yeah, Yeah, I see that. Absolutely. Because, A, the more I learn, the more I know I need to learn. B, because unconditional love is always around me, no matter what I do, I can never fail. C, the more I allow magic, the divine, the potential for magic and the divine to intervene because I am not applying deadlines. I'm not applying some artificially made start and stop something. I give my permission to just receive did we talk about receiving it in this journey? I, I, I forget. <laughs> the philosophical side of our journey now that we're doing, I'll be interested to see in the back office the results of your two pages of meaning and continuity. Because as we get into Chapter 7, pricing the priceless, as we begin in to recognize that every choice we make, what did we say about choices at the beginning of our journey? Do you recall what concept we had around choice? We all have choice. We have the freedom to choose. It is a divine gift. A -hmm. divine gift, right? Yes. Yes. Therefore, we are divine. As we choose what we do, when we do it, where we do it, why we do it, how we do it, and who we do it with, shapes... What we choose, when we do it, how we do it, when we do it, with who we do it, where we do it, and on and on and on. Correct? Yes. Correct. So, you all can choose whatever you want. The price paid is what shapes in the moment to come. So, in this esoteric conversation that we're having. Ultimately, obviously, the goal is to become more mindful, more aware, 
from an observer perspective, and I really give kudos to Patty for sharing the fact, Patty, you're allowing yourself to observe more, yeah? Yes. Keep that up. Expand it even more. Okay. And Chelsea, I dare say that the more you observe you, Chelsea, the divine compassionate goddess I know you are, and I'm not just saying that to blow air up your skirt. <laughs> the more you observe yourself, the more you will let go of the marshal and you will engage the diplomat. Yeah? Yes. Absolutely. Chelsea, give us an aha from today. My aha from today is how low I let someone else's energy put me and that my initial thought of how to handle that was definitely not correct because it wouldn't have been fair to her or me because I'd have felt so bad later. Using unconditional love, I'll be able to move forward and talk to her and make this transition even better. Awesome. Patty? I think my aha for today is it's a real eye-opener on how much I allow my analyzer to be my controller. And that in return is what has kept me from allowing the explorer to come forward and be able to do more things that in the end are going to have more meaning for me. And my biggest aha is really going back to remembering the importance of scheduling time for myself to do whatever it is that I need to do. That priority has to be reflected with intention. It is being reflected with intention right now. <laughs> so that's my biggest takeaway. Mm. Yeah, that's huge. That's, that is huge. Thank you for listening. Any personal ahas of your own? As one of many Pay Me What I'm Worth team captains, it's my role to help you get serious about removing blocks to your success as well as live a more stress-free, confident life. Wonder if this course is for you? If you are a serious action taker committed to playing big in life and being your best you, I look forward to seeing you in my next class. Call me at area code 423-737-5809. Again, that's 423-737-5809 to talk about your next steps. Before you go, let's continue this discussion in the comment box below. You can always help other people have breakthrough moments when you share this show across your social media. I look forward to speaking with you. You're listening to Christina Irvin, one of the many team captains for Pay Radio. Definitely radio worth listening to. Have a great day. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you're ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.